Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, I can't think of any good jokes. I thought I was going to have one, but I don't know. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I won't even know where it's going until I finish it. Hey, is that from the renowned TV show The Office? No, it's actually from renowned TV show uh, Suck My Butt. <laughs> welcome to the crunch episode 34 it's your boy ethan aka bro possel and i'm patrick at catholic pat yeah boy it's summer let's go oh yeah what are you doing this summer ethan i am flirting with all the moms and Taking naps. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> what about you? Do you have anything lined up? Anything stacked uh, up? Anything in the holster? No, my my job is uh, mobile. So I'm keeping my job that I had all year and oh, doing nice. it from home uh, or on the road. So I'm going to be driving around Florida this summer, hitting up some of my friends that go to colleges around Nice. The area that are staying in town, yeah. Nice. Because um, all my all my high school friends are scattered, like the like the Jews, the diaspora. <laughs> all my friends are Jews. How many friend? How many of my friends are Jewish? I just said all my friends are Jews. All my friends. Are all Jews. my yeah. friends are Jews. Push me to the edge. Do you know that song by Lil Uzi no, Vert? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. Ignore hard, the hard reference. No. Ignore hard, it. Hard pass. We're over it. It's over the hill. We're past the hump. <laughs> The little Uzi Vert hump. Anyway, I start my job next Monday, and it's an office job. 40, oh, hour, no way. 40 hours a week, 8 to 5. You're joining the workforce. I know. But the good, the, the, good news is, the good news is that this company is, like, super cool, and they don't have a dress code, so you can wear shorts to work, and it's super relaxed, and they have ping pong tables all over the place, and... Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, and it's actually you, in, in like the line of engineering that I want to go you're into. You're working at Facebook, so yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's you're no. I'm not, Facebook. I I own Facebook. I don't know if you know that. No. Facebook <laughs> is my company. For those of you that's there that don't know what I look like, I look a little bit like Mark Zuckerberg. He looks a lot like Mike Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Mike, Mike Mike Zuckerberg, who runs <laughs> Fartbook, the rejected you cousin look like Mark of Facebook. Cousin Mike Zuckerberg. <laughs> Oh boy! I always knew I was gonna uh, make it somehow, and uh, this is it. We've done it. It's like when you look up Mark Zuckerberg on Wikipedia, you see like related to Mike Zuckerberg, and he's only got like one category on his Wikipedia page. Runs a stupid podcast called The Crunch. That's all. That it's it's like Mike Zuckerberg and Jeff Clooney and uh, <laughs> like the eighth Baldwin brother. Yeah, they, <laughs> they all they all get together and they have like a like a second banana collective where they just <laughs> whine and complain about their brothers and sisters being more successful than they are. And then they start all these tech startups and then all of them fail. And then they all have to file for bankruptcy. Take that Jeff. Clooney. There was a, there was a Baldwin brother in like some pure flicks Christian movie about Christmas. 
that was filmed in Canada. What? And apparently, like, the, the reason he took the gig in Canada was so that he could, like, get out of a drug charge. So he, like, <laughs> he took this he took this role in a movie in Canada, in a Christian Christmas movie in Canada. And it's, like, a terrible movie. I forget what it's called. But um, someone that I follow on YouTube reviewed it, and it was hilarious. How I Learned to Love Christmas and Escape My Drug Charge. Escape. <laughs> What a life team talk, right? Yeah. Like, oh, goodness. hey, kids, this is how I found Jesus. You can too, by running to Canada. Don't run to Christ. Run to Canada. Run to- for there you will find solace from your drug charges. <laughs> oh, boy. That's that's bad advice. Don't listen to that. The Canadians are socialist. <laughs> They'll give you drugs for free. Repent, they won't help you Repent and submit to the Pope. That's all Capitalist I have to Pope. say. Capitalism. We should do a podcast. No, when we have um, at submit to the Pope on, uh, yes. I think we're going to talk about like real stuff, like socialism and capitalism, because he knows all about that kind of thing, and we don't. Yeah, which would be yeah. fun. I think. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, what are we doing today? What are we talking about today? Do we have a topic? I'm really sweaty, so I'm just like should, sliding around in should, my chair. We should shout out the people that make the crunch happen. Our moms. Oh, true, because true. Good call, good call. Yeah, hit that up. All right. My mom, her name is Della. She's the best. Della! Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> She's going to think that's hilarious. <laughs> that you, Like, she gets that all the time, but she, like, likes it that really? she gets it all the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's funny. The Streetcar Named Desire. For all you youngins out there that don't know classic movies before... I was actually referencing um, the acclaimed Disney Works film, not Disney Works, DreamWorks film, Over the Hedge, um, in which there is a skunk named Stella that falls in love with a house cat um, during their raid uh, to acquire food from the suburban homes. Anyway, continue. Wow, that was that was a solid reference. Also, uh, it's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Also, speaking of people that you remind me of, you remind me of the squirrel from Over the Hedge. Anyway, wow, <laughs> is that a is that a compliment or an insult? No, that was a slam. That was a, oh my goodness. Do I, do I? Benny Benny was hopped up on cocaine that entire movie. <laughs> I like to think that I'm like RJ, the suave, smooth raccoon who portrays all of his friends, but he does it for a good reason: selfishness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, selfishness. That's why he does Segway. it. Segway. <laughs> anyway, can I shout out my mom? Yeah, you can shout out your mom. All right. Shout out to my mom, Janice. Not Janice. Not Janice. <laughs> not, not Jan, whoever called her Jan. I told her to, this morning at breakfast that somebody called her Jan, and she held up her fingers in a cross like this and said, <laughs> no, that's wrong. Your mom's Twitter bio is the most classic thing on the planet. Are you going to read like out the, my mom's Twitter bio? Yes, because it's the most, like, suburban white mom thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> oh, life. Oh, boy. But it's great. I'm a proud mom, wife of three boys, pediatric... Did you just say wife of three boys? Mom of, no, wife, mom of three boys. Oh, okay. Pediatric speech language pathologist and jazzercise instructor. I love to read and scrapbook family memories. Classic. She does all of those things. I'm my sitting, mom does all of those things. I'm sitting in a room filled with my mom's crafts and decorations right now. It's amazing. <laughs> so shout out to our moms who are very supportive and love us very much and make all of this possible. And listen every week. And listen every week. At least I hope. I hope so too. Shout out Della. Shout out Janice. There you go. We got that covered. 
I hope you all Sweet. have a great Mom's Day, Mother's Day, with your with your moms. Anyway, so topic. Much like RJ the raccoon, sometimes <laughs> we are selfish creatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tie it together. Tie, dude, it, tie it. it all together. Bring it in. Yeah. No. So somebody, one of my friends, um, sent me a DM on Twitter. Shout out Ingrid, and she said, um, "You guys should do a podcast, or like you should at least." think about the idea of what it means or why or how or what or whether it should be done at all um if or when if or when who who, who and where um when we pray for ourselves too frequently yeah um which is something that i like unconsciously subconsciously think about when I'm, when I'm praying and then it just kind of bubbles to the surface and I go, Oh, I've been praying for myself for 10 minutes and I haven't even prayed for like the dying children in Africa, you know, or, you know, sometimes like if something major is going on in your life, um, let's say like there's a family member or you're having a really hard time maybe with school or a relationship or something. And that just seems to be the only thing you can focus on in prayer. Um, and then neglecting like the other things that we're supposed to be praying for. It's just a very interesting concept, and sometimes I think that when we're in the moment and we're in the midst of our prayer, we kind of forget about that. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it's something that we should bring to the forefront of our minds. I agree. We talked about uh, this on our very first episode of the Crunch Throwback to God's Not Your Wingman. Did we really? We, yeah, we did. Just a little bit. I don't um, remember this. But more, more in the context of like, well, it's the name of the episode. More in the context of like <laughs> praying for relationships, right? Yeah, you know, like so, like oh, oh, when when especially with I find this especially true with our relationships. We're like, I'm really praying about this girl because I want to know, like, because we're praying for courage, we're praying for discernment, we're praying for all those things that are like we don't have and we really need. Um, and so like we want to constantly pray for those things, and we think like you know maybe if I pray for this a lot, I'll finally get it, and then you know I'll do the thing. I'll, you know, ask her out, but God's not your wingman. God's not the guy you go to every time you have girl problems and the guy that fixes it. God is the, you know, the person that gives you grace to come closer to him. And so we kind of focus on our own personal needs, uh, in relationships, um, in terms of relationships. I don't know what, 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 what was the other area that you said that we tend to focus on too much? Um, like, I don't know. I was just talking about just just school, family issues, like all the things that affect us personally that, Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to focus on, you know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good to understand what affects us personally because the saints all have their own patronages because of what happened to them in their lives, mm-hmm. and so, but they turn that into a prayer for the greater, you know, the the greater issue. So you know, like, say in your life you have, um, you're like if your if your mother is uh, if your mother is Catholic and your dad is Protestant, for instance, you know you you're constantly praying for his conversion because you want your family to be unified. Right. Um, a good, a good understanding of like, you know, God, God put that wound in your life, you know, so that you can understand how his church feels or how he feels about the people that he loves, you know, his sheep being divided, you know, so you, you, you take that emotion and that, that desire to fix your own life and you apply it to the world as a whole. So like, so pray for reunification in the church if you're if you've been if you've suffered because of brokenness in the church yeah and that i don't know if i'm going to take this in a completely different direction or not but um i'm thinking about so when you first start to form a prayer life 
um, it's not always natural to want to pray for the other. Um, yeah. Like when we first start to pray, it's just kind of like, all right, God, help me um, go to bed tonight and then help me wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? And yeah. so uh, I think that first starting out in your prayer life, it's not a bad thing to pray for yourself and try to learn more about yourself in order to deepen your relationship with God. Because um, that's like the foundation of a prayer life and of like your Christian journey is understanding where you're at and knowing where you sin and where you struggle and being able to ask God for help. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think forming that, that will breed familiarity with God, which will then in turn allow you to be more comfortable with praying for other things, you know? Yeah. And so I think that you shouldn't feel too guilty if you're starting out in your prayer life. Um, because I don't think anybody expects you to be praying for the world's issues or reunification or this, that, or the other thing, right? Which is not a bad thing, but, um, it takes some time to get there. And so if you've been praying, like if you have a prayer life and you've been praying every day for a while, um, then that that gives you an opportunity to do kind of what Patrick was talking about and to think about the things that affect you and then praying for them on a bigger scale and not just about how they affect you because then that's our responsibility as you know Christians is to pray for other people pray for those that persecute us pray for our brothers and sisters um you know all straight from the gospels i don't make this up um and so i think that is kind of like a progression of things is just and that's like how the pope Pope does his thing like the Pope. Yeah, probably prays for himself, but he probably has, you know, such a good understanding of where he's at in relation to God that he's able to pray for things on a global scale. You know, yeah. same with, you know, the, the the cardinals and the bishops like they have that responsibility and which is why you can't like have a weak prayer life if you're, you know, in in a position like that, you know, because you have literally sometimes the weight of the world on your shoulders. And so it's way too much for any one of us to pray for those big of things. But the more that we pray and the, the the further that we grow in our lives with, with Christ, the more likely that that is to happen, I think. Yeah. That's, uh, what, what you said about someone just starting out in their prayer life, it's kind of like it's kind of like a baby. You know, a baby can't really feed itself. It really needs to focus on its own needs Yeah. before it can focus <laughs> on anybody else's needs. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say that once you grow in your prayer life, you don't need to focus on your own needs anymore. Right. Um, but you do also have to understand that, you know, you don't have to focus on your needs exclusively you can allow god to focus on some of your needs like i i I can't really think of any clear-cut examples but i was thinking about this yesterday how like yesterday god just provided stuff that i needed that i didn't even really know that i needed and it was just like those little coincidences you know you're like oh that worked out oh that worked out and helped me get to mass on time that yeah right that's nice (laughs) like (laughs) oh yeah i was like i was like i had to go i had to walk across campus for mass uh by four o'clock and i remembered that at 350 i was like well here we go and i made it to mass on time and mass started five minutes late and i was like yes up top god you did it that was all you and i think something else to add in given that uh this is the weekend that it is with both mother's day and the 100th anniversary of fatima um, good weekend this is a great weekend uh mary is not to be counted out here um Ooh, yeah. so if you go back and you listen to our marian consecration podcast um or if you've done the marian consecration you will know kind of a background of what we're talking about where we're coming from but um the whole idea of doing a marian consecration and the whole reason that like mary continuously like 
has been revealing herself to people and um, gives us things like the rosary and all these devotions and and things is because she wants to help us, right? Like Mary is the greatest saint of all time. She's the highest, you know, created being second to Jesus Christ. I think that's correct. Is that correct? Theology? Well, yes, but Jesus wasn't a created being. Well, I'm thinking like incarnated human, right? Yes. So yeah, so that's what yes, I'm saying. That's like, true. Highest, highest human, highest human. human. Yeah, but not. She was the highest of creation because the because Jesus wasn't created. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Zing. Okay. Fact check. Thank you. Fact. That's it why. Checked fact. That's why I have. <laughs> that's why we have a theology major on the podcast, just in case. <laughs> So we can get that Episcopal sponsorship. Exactly. Please call us USCCB. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Mary uh, wants to help us, right? She has taken it upon herself to aid in the conversion of the world, right? Which is kind of, you know, part of what the Secrets of Fatima were all about. Um, and through Marian consecration, one one big part of it is surrendering all of the graces of your prayer to Mary, right? And not keeping any of it for yourself. And so that's kind of what I think. Like when I start to get overwhelmed for like, oh, I have to pray for this and I have to get to pray for this. And I like I need to pray for my grandpa because, you know, he's going through some health problems. And I also need to pray for my f- friend's relationship because they're like, you know, I want them to succeed and grow and, you know, get married and all of this things. And I like want to pray for Europe because I'm scared that they will die out soon, you know, like all these things. And I just have to take a step back and I just say one hail Mary. And I just trust that like, she is going to take care of it. You know what I mean? And like bring all of that, everything that's on my mind, everything that's buzzing around is she's going to bring all of that to Christ. And you know, it'll be fine. You know what I mean? You know that? Yeah. You know that like moment after the prayers of the faithful where it's like, and now we pray for the intentions in our own heart. And I'm just like, and you're just like, ah, ah, what? I, I've been to Mass a thousand times. Why didn't I see this coming? Um, All right, Jesus. So let me think. I have a test. And you just start thinking about stuff that you have because that's what's on the forefront of your mind because yeah. you weren't paying attention to the faithful anyway. Yep. Um, And so you're like, uh, I guess uh, I pray for that girl. Dang it. I'm not supposed to pray for that all the time. <laughs> and sometimes you just got to slow down and be like, all right, God, you know my heart. You know what I need and what I want. Grant me the wants that that I need and not the things that that anyway. You're just like I'm trying to be eloquent. I should stop that. Boo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Yeah, no, that's totally true. Um, yeah, just it's it's not it's not about like being a good enough Christian that you remember everything that you're supposed to pray for. Yeah, it's it's being a good enough Christian to remember to just not be selfish in your prayer, and that's it. You know, if you pray frequently enough, I'm not saying that I do this or that, you know, Patrick's not saying that he does this either, but if you pray frequently enough, then like the things that you're supposed to pray for just kind of pop out to you and you know what you're supposed to focus on and you pray for that and you pray on that and you reflect on that and you meditate on that. And then you just give it over to God and you, you say, or you just trust him that he's going to handle it. 
and then you walk away and then you live your yeah. life, you know, and maybe you keep that in your heart as you, as you're going about your day and that's good too. Um, but it's really like, I don't want to say unhealthy, but it's just not, it's not our place to be constantly like worried about everything that's going on. That's bad, which is yeah. why our human brains are so small is because we, we literally don't have the mental capacity to think about everything all at once. And so why would, should we try to pray for everything all at once? You know, I don't know if I'm taking this in a different direction, but you know, when like people ask you to pray for them and you inevitably forget. Yes. All the time. I mean, you just, you kind of like, you kind of brought that up a little bit and it reminded me, I was like, how do you, how do you fix that? It's not, it's not just remembering. It's not just a matter of remembering to pray for people when you're supposed to. It's not a matter of praying for everything. It's a matter of caring. Yeah. Because if you care, you'll remember. Have you ever had a friend? Have you ever had? Have you ever been praying and then you remember like a need of your friends, and it just kind of like cuts your heart, and you're just like, wow, like that person is really hurting. I want them to be better. Uh-huh. Like I entrust them to you, Mary or God. Yeah. I oh, mean both. It, both. <laughs> I'd like to thank both Mary and God. That's a correct thank you speech. Both and. Not, I would like to thank both God and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watched that video like three times in the past couple of days. It's been insane. Why? Anyway, I don't know. It just came to the forefront in, in conversations and we looked it up. Not going to lie. I've been listening to a, a mad bit of Justin Bieber lately. Like I've been. And that's okay. I've been re-listening to his Purpose album. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So good. I love the production. I love his vocals. He's not a bad singer. He's not a bad singer. I think. He's kind of dumb, but <laughs> not a bad singer. He's a little bit dumb, but I really just enjoy the way that his voice bounces around inside my head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Um, I was saying that uh, if I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. I could take you places you ain't never been before. <whistles> Say hello to falsetto in three, two. Yeah, I lost train of thought. No, okay, so you we were just talking started about, singing like, a Justin Bieber song. We were. <laughs> that's my. <laughs> That's just the most ridiculous one. We're useless. We're never going to get a USCCB sponsorship. We're never going to get the USCCB sponsorship. No, we relate to the youths, and the USCCB wants to relate to the youths. What? A congregation of a bunch of old dudes wants to relate to the youths? That's crazy. I think think everybody in America wants to relate to the youths. That's true. That's That's how you you make that fat stacks. Mm, That's why why McDonald's makes Happy Meals, man. They want to get those kids addicted young. That's deep. Yeah, dude. Stay woke. Anyway, so back to prayer. Let's get let's focus in here, okay? <laughs> Dang it! The people want to know. The, pe- the people want to want to know. What do they want to know? They want to know. This is for how the you people. Remember to pray for people. Yeah. And so what I was saying was, when like when someone comes to you, it's all about prayer. Is all about recognizing the need that exists in the world and recognizing the wounds that exist in the world and wanting to help solve those wounds. You know, because oh, any wound of a person that you love is a wound for you. And so the, it, it's infinitely true for Christ. So whenever you're hurting, Christ is hurting. But whenever someone else is hurting, Christ is hurting. So when you pray for that person selflessly, because them getting better has nothing to do with you, that means that your intentions are pure. And when your intentions and your petitions are pure, and you have no like um, selfish reason to ask for those things, then there's more grace in that. And it's more consoling to the heart of Jesus. So we should do that more. Can I tell a story? No, I I totally agree. I want to tell a story. Can I do that? Sweet. Okay. So I, I think, 
I just want to, this is a story about how, um, I guess this isn't really related to the topic, but I think it's important. It goes off of what you're saying about knowing the wounds of your friends and caring about them. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if this girl listens or not, um, but she asked me, oh gosh, over the summer, last summer, or maybe early in the semester, it was over the summer, and uh, she asked me to pray for her. And I knew that she kind of wasn't going to church and she was a bit opposed to Catholicism, even though her older brother was going to the seminary. Um, you know, so like the family was great and everything. Like her older brother is one of my biggest inspirations, like in my faith. Right. And so I like knew this girl, but like I was friends with her brother, not really with her. You know what I mean? So like she, she asked me to pray for her and I was like, oh yeah, of course. And just for whatever reason, like that prayer request stuck with me and I prayed for her every single day for like three months. Right. And, um, I like sent her, it was also about the time that like seek was coming up. So I like wanted to get her to go on seek and I was like, Hey, how's it going? Um, I had like thinking about you a lot and not like I was just using this to like get her to go on seek or anything, but, um, like praying for her every day had been the reminder that like, Oh, she should go on seek. Like this would be a really great opportunity for her. Um, and it essentially like, you know, made me care about her. Right. Even though we weren't good friends, even though like we never hung out, even though, you know, whatever, it made me care about her struggle and care about what she was going through. Like, I didn't know what her struggle was. She didn't tell me. I just knew that I had been praying for her. And so she like goes on seek. She had a terrible time. Um, she hated it. Uh, it was partially my fault because I was not a good friend to her on the trip. And so kept praying for her. And this past semester, I don't know what it was, but she started to come around a lot more. She came to daily mass every day during Lent. Um, and like now is on the leadership team at our student center and is like super involved and like ready to go. And I'm not saying that it's because I prayed for her every day, but me like being a part of her struggle has made me like much more aware of her story and like what she's going through and like much more supportive of her now that she's here, you know, and like being able to watch it and being a part of it in some small way has been super powerful. And so it's like a small portion of the world, but it still like goes to show that even if you aren't directly like influencing something, like God listens to prayers and he works through them in some capacity, right? Yeah. So I think that we as a society, especially the young people, the teens, the youths, we're so caught up in ourselves. We're so caught up in um, artificial problems uh, that we don't take the time to learn about other people's actual problems or even to think about other people or to like, cause it's, cause nobody wants to talk about their issues. Nobody wants to talk about pain. Nobody wants to address the fact that like, uh, their, their parents are divorced and that really hurts them or that yeah. they're the, the person that they love broke up with them. And now they like, you know, have to put on a face every day. Like nobody wants to talk about that kind of thing. And so it's, it's important for us when we pray to remember that this is a possibility in everybody's lives. And so yeah. when somebody asks us to pray for them, we should probably do it. We'd rather we'd rather make memes about quote-unquote existential dread and oh, how much gosh. I hate my life instead of actually... Just want to lay in bed and watch Netflix, LOL. Yeah, like, Stupid. I mean, I don't know if you uh, watch Louis C.K. <laughs> no, I mean, I have watched some clips of his, but I'm yeah. not a dedicated fan. 
Um, someone was telling me a story about an interview that he gave. So this is like hearsay, but he gave an interview um, on Jimmy Kimmel. And he was talking about how he was driving without his car radio on. And if you know the 21 Pilots song, you'll understand where this is going. Right. But like just sitting there and, and he just got really sad all of a sudden. And he wanted to just like move away from that sadness. But then he realized he was like, no, I for 15 minutes, I need to just be like really sad. And so he pulled over and started crying. And he was like, afterwards, I felt great. But we, we and he was talking about how we so much want to move away from sadness, but we have to live in. We have to like understand sadness to know joy. And so we have to experience pain and we can't avoid pain. And so many times we want to avoid other people's pain because we've been avoiding our own pain. And like other people's pain makes us uncomfortable because we don't want to focus on our own. And we'd rather just shove things off to the side. But if we understand pain and we, and we understand wounds and we pray through wounds, our own and other people's, then, you know, we'll heal quicker and we'll go back to God faster because wounds do try to take us away from God. Yeah. That's true. Don't let them. Everything you said right now is just true. I don't have anything else to add. Do you? Um, no, not really. Yeah. What time are we at? I, well, it's kind of hard to say because we started, we stopped and started and yeah. I, I think we're at about approximately 28 minutes. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know. I, there was there was this. I don't. Know, I, I wanted. I was talking to Julie uh, Lie about Julie Lie. Uh, shout out Julie yeah. Lie. Shout out Julie Lie. I was me talking on, to her. Put me on Life Teen. We went. Uh, <laughs> I want to be Life Teen. I want to be Life Teen. We should blog for Life Teen. How sick would that be? They would literally make people throw up. How memes can evangelize? Oh dear. I think we're too I think people associate us with memes too much. I know. What about you? I mean, it's not like, it's not like we don't try to not be associated with memes. Like I do make them and I <laughs> and I put but them I also, online. I also like, you know, actually that's pretty much all I do. Yeah. I mean, I also I, I do a podcast, folks. Yeah, yeah. Why don't people associate us with podcasts? Yeah, they don't call us the crunch guys. They call it, "Hey, you're that dude that memes." Hey, you're that guy that doesn't have a good sense of humor. Wow. Yeah, take that, Biff. <laughs> I don't know anybody named Biff. I'm I don't just... know anybody named Biff. That's the guy from Back in the Future. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was talking to Julie Lai at the SEAT conference. We went to this talk by Father Scott Trainer, and he gave this, uh, this um, anatomy of a wound talk and, like, how to, how to heal um and so i think we should uh i think our, one of our next episodes should be about healing um what i'm not a doctor i'm not a, i'm not a doctor that's the name of the episode <laughs> we uh um doctor i hardly know her anyway boo they, uh... <laughs> that's so, twice yeah, I, I had I, to boo you today i think that i think that, that would be a good episode at me if you agree I know, I know, shout out Catherine Shannon agrees because she told me to do this. Um, and now I'm thinking that I want to. So, yeah. Totally. That's all I have to say. Swag money. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to add. Everything I said is what I wanted to say. Yeah. Boom. Um, uh, hope you all enjoyed the episode. Uh, business things. We, it's summertime. It's summertime. It's summertime. And- you, I've got a whole week to 
put off doing anything for the podcast, and you better believe that's what I'm going to do. Um, no, it's it's time Wait, no, that we – What? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, I'm not. We're going to work hard. We're going to work hard. So we've got here's, – here's all the things that we I want to get done in the next – in the coming weeks. T-shirts. 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 Um, sending out the rewards for the Patreon people. Yeah, people uh, deserve those rewards. People deserve people those rewards. Them, them. We are so sorry that we have not gotten them to you. Shout out to everybody that's donated to us on Patreon. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like you're all the best. You are incredible people, and we will get those rewards out to you um, within the next couple of weeks. Like the months of April and May have just been a freeze for the show. Like yeah. at least it's been at least it's been there. That's the thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we again, we we really greatly apologize. But now that summer, we'll have time to actually like focus on you, the people. Um, do the do the Patreon rewards. Um, we're gonna have some interviews on in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah, we're gonna have interviews. Gonna have some great interviews. I'm actually gonna be prepared for them instead of just hopping on and hoping that they go well, uh, yeah. like I've done for the past three. <laughs> um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna research. I'm gonna actually have some good, well thought out topics. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. Is there air? You don't know. Um, it's a Galaxy Quest reference. We're this episode do... is chock full of references. That's great. We're going to do uh, – we're going we're gonna to start I, – I haven't been talking about this yet, but I think we're going to do like uh, Patreon rewards that are more like ebook stuff like Catching Foxes does because Daniel Glaze suggested that we do that. Um, I know, Ethan, you've been doing a lot of um, – uh, you talk a lot about that, that book you've been reading, Discerning the Will of God. Abandonment to divine providence. Abandonment to divine providence. So, yep. um, I think like if if a group of patrons want to read that book with us, yeah, and yeah, do it, yeah, that'd be yeah, great. stuff like that, or yeah. do that with True Devotion or Introduction to That Life. We can do mm-hmm. so. We can start a Crunch Book Club. Yeah, we're gonna start brainstorming ideas. If it's you're in, be fantastic if you're interested, donate to the Patreon. Which, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. all. Like literally, if you just want to, if you want to do that, just do like one dollar a month, and you'll be in the Crunch Book Club. Yeah, pretty like, much. That's that's what we want to do. Um, I've been, I'm gonna focus on writing some talks, which yeah. is super exciting. Like, I want to write some talks so I can like go, like, because we've been invited. Our number one fan, Catherine Shannon, invited shout us it to shout it again. Wanted us to come to uh, Texas State to give a talk, and I'm like, oh shoot, if I'm gonna get invited to go give talks, I should probably have some talks written. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll be writing talks. So if you want us to come and speak anywhere, either this summer or next semester or whatever, yeah. like we are so down for that. It, like even if it's just like one of us or both of us or whatever, like yeah. we just got to figure out how to get there because we don't have any money. Um, for reference, I'm in Florida, Ethan's in Kansas. So if yeah. you're in any of those two places, you can you hit know us, hit us up. If I'll, we can drive there, that's awesome. Yeah, but I'll drive anywhere us. that's like four hours away. It's so like St. Louis, yeah. I'd hit you up. Nebraska, I'd hit you up. Oklahoma, I'd hit you up. Colorado's a bit far, but we can make something happen. Anyway. And since since I'm in Florida, I'd drive eight hours because that's, I mean, Atlanta, yeah, uh, Jacksonville, yeah. Tallahassee. Yeah. Patrick doesn't have an eight to five job to work around. Yeah, exactly. Like I us, literally us can adults go over here in the Midwest. Um, yeah, that's about it. Get excited. Um, again, really apologize to those of you that have donated to the Patreon. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it happen. We're college Catching students. Foxes we're doing ridiculed us. Us. Catching Foxes <laughs> made fun of us so hard for being for our Patreon. jerks about Patreon. Gosh. Um, last thing I said that the name of squirrel, the squirrel in over the hedge was Benny. Um, that is the name of the squirrel in the Disney animated film, the wild. The name of the squirrel <laughs> in over the hedge, his name is Hammy. 
And I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave you people with incorrect references. You remembered that from earlier, or did you like save it for later? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Man, I don't understand how you internet people do it. Like, I don't associate myself with the with the meme community as much as other people like to think I am. But memes have some ridiculously obscure references. That wasn't even a meme. Uh, that was just me. Like, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that a was joke. a ridiculously obscure reference to the wild. What even is that? I haven't heard of you that. You haven't heard of that? It's it's about a bunch of animals that escape from the zoo, and it's not yeah. Madagascar. It's pretty. It's <laughs> that, that kind of movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. <laughs> are, are we done? Do we have anything else? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay, good. Crunch of the week. Crunch of the <laughs> oh week. shoot! God, stall, stall, forget. stall. I need you to stall. <laughs> so I saw this like really great video yesterday <laughs> no! on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mic check from earlier. Um, so I'm also going to be updating the website. Uh, I tried doing a crunch blog and it's stupid, so I deleted it. <laughs> it's dumb. Um, but that's what we're here for. That you guys are are our first audience members. You've been with us for the past eight months, so you guys get to see all of our experiments and our failures. Uh, I think Patreon yes. <laughs> is better for that kind of I'm gonna, stuff. I'm going to read this review. This is the greatest review we've ever gotten. <laughs> all right, cool. It's going to make you so mad. Are you ready? <laughs> I, think I, know, I think I've seen it. Have all you right, seen it? On. Okay, this Probably. one's entitled A Dank Review. Oh, gosh. Um, by The Real Little Pat. Great show. I think Ethan is much better than Pat on the show. <laughs> he has better stories and talks a lot more. Pat is like the side dude on Conan who jumps in and says a few jokes and then is totally overshadowed by Ethan and his epicness. It's good for <laughs> Pat. He needs to be humbled. <laughs> You're the Andy to my Conan. Oh my goodness. I know, I know who wrote that. That's my little. <laughs> All the topics have been great. Listen to this on repeat in my room. I love the humor thrown throughout the whole show. Thank you. Are you, so you know this person that wrote that? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Peter, you jerk. That's so funny. I'm not giving you a ride home <laughs> tomorrow. That's how it is. I actually, surprisingly enough, I've been watching a lot of Conan clips lately. I think Conan O'Brien is so funny. Like, I uh, yeah. I think he's hilarious. Out of all the late night show hosts, he's, he's I like definitely him the, best. the best. Yeah. Not even Colbert. I'm not okay with okay, Colbert. Colbert. We should have a whole podcast on why Colbert is not a good Catholic. Oh, not I just could... not a good Catholic. It's not a good personality. That too. Anyway. Anyway. We're done. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Please, please, please pray for us. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. 